Agon Erev Shabbos Rabbi as we prepare for Parshas Tazria Metzora, Agon Chaydash, we prepare for Shabbos Rosh Chaydash Iyar. Today's shirim are sponsored by Mrs. Yudas Nathan, in memory of her husband Erwin Nathan, Yisrael Mordechai Ben Yehuda Leib, who was the Rosh Koylel of this learning program for many years. We remember him very fondly, somebody who kept the shiurim going uh, for, for quite some time and was a very um, dedicated participant in the shiurim for many, many years among his other mitzvah semai simtoivim. So we wish on this occasion his whole family uh, should remember him, Latoiv, and his Nisham Shem Naliyah B'Amil for his home Mishpach HaBiyas Gal Okay, Parshas Hazriya. Now, this is the Parsha of Tsaras. It's interesting that in the middle of the parsha Agavorcha, where it talks about a woman, Isha Kisazria, Vyalda Zachar, Vitamash Shivas Yomim, Kime Tomas Vaisa Titma, it's really irrelevant that the kid has a bris meal on the eighth day. The fact that you circumcise the kid on the eighth day is not relevant to any of the halachas of this week's parsha. You don't have to say that uh, you should serve bagels at the bris. It's, you know, the whole subject of brismila is not connected or even needed to know for any of the halachos. Why is this the occasion that the Torah chooses to teach <coughs> that you do a brismila on the eighth day? We already had that in Parshas Lech Lecha. But we could explain as follows. This is the parsha of Tsaras. We know Tsaras comes on Lashon Hara. There's a, a very important idea that the bris milah corresponds to one's mouth. There's an idea that someone who has loosened their tongue will be, perhaps, um, will act improperly with Kedushas Habris. The bris hapeh and the bris ha'arla are connected. There's a connection between the mouth and the bris milah. In fact, the gematria of milah is 85, the same as peh. Or if you look in this 12th chapter of Tehillim, Lam Natsach Al Hashminis, which is a song about the Shminis, the Brismila. Nothing is mentioned there about Brismila. The whole Mizmar is about the mouth. <coughs> so since this is the Parsha the Parsha of what happens when one is not circumspect with one's mouth, it is the appropriate location to talk about Brismila. Because the Brismila is what maintains the Kedusha, not only of the bris, but of the pe as well. Okay, <clears throat> another interesting idea. How do you say hem in Aramaic? Imra, Imra. Which, by the way, <clears throat> the Gemara says in Tainus, what did Moshe Rabbeinu wear when he was the presiding Kayin during the seven days of the Miluim? The Gemara says, Beged Lavan, a white garment, She'en Loi Imra, that did not have a hem. Why is the hem called Imra, speaking? So the Maral says, because what is the purpose of a hem? A hem is really the finishing touch of a garment. You have a garment, but it just needs that final stitch to keep the edging smooth. So the, <coughs> the hem is the makabipatish of a garment. So too the power of speech is the makabipatish of man. God created man's physical form. God created man's soul. What's the finishing touch 
that fuses body and soul. The power of speech. Speech is the makeh bepatish of man. As the Gemara Nida says, that when a person is about to be born, the malach comes, he hits him on the mouth. That indicates that's the makeh bepatish. The koyach hadibur on the peh is the makeh bepatish of man. Therefore, whenever you say something that's the final touch, like a hem, it's called imra. It just struck me that Rashi in telling us in this week's parasha what the Hebrew word for Imra is, Rashi says the Hebrew word is Safa. Safa can mean edge, could also mean lips, speaking. So it's a, another instance where we see that the final touch of something is connected to the Kayach Hadibar. Next. The end of the parasha, it says the Kayin comes and he's expecting that the Nega would dissipate, would have uh, become small. The Pasuk says, The nega did not change literally its eye. So Rashi says it means it didn't change its color. The word eye here means its color. But that's not what it says. Literally it says, The nega did not change his eye. And I think this could be explained very beautifully. The Gemara Masech Taina says, That any woman whose eyes are beautiful, you don't have to check her. That's all, all you need to know. And if her eyes are not beautiful, you need to give her a full investigation. Which seems to indicate that if someone has beautiful eyes, that means they're beautiful. And if someone has ugly eyes, they're ugly. So the Kliyakar says, he asks, there are many Nashim that have beautiful eyes, and they're ugly. And there are many women who have ugly eyes, but they might be beautiful. Why would the Gemara said, say that any Kala whose eyes are Yafeh ain't Sarch Vedika? We can explain as follows. Rabbeinu Yoyna tells us in the Shari Tshuva, Shar Gimel, there are two problems with speaking Lashon Hara. The first thing is, you could cause someone damage. If you say someone's not so smart, maybe they won't get a job, maybe they won't get a Shidduch. So, number one, the first, part, the first problem with Lashon Hara is Hezek. Number two, and this is a more of a, a, a Midah, and that is, you know, this person has so many good qualities. Why do you choose to focus on their negative? You know, like my kids like to sing. Nega, 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 negativity is a nega tsaras. If you don't know that song, you know, we, we could we could learn it a different time. But but anyway, um, the fact that you honed in on the person's deficiency is a bad midah. It means you have an ayin ra. Because you could have you looked at their positives. Like the story the Shari Tshuva brings down about a Rebbe and his Talmidim were passing by a carcass, and the Talmidim said, look how disgusting the carcass is. And the Rebbe said, no, look how beautiful the teeth are. That's the Midah we're talking about. The Midah of Lashon Hara is Ayin Ra, looking at the person's deficiency. The way to overcome that is to get an Ayin Toiv. This is the meaning of Kol Kala She'eneha Yafais, Ein Sarch Vedika. A woman who has a good eye, meaning she looks at a situation, she's able to see the good, that means that's a good person. Someone who looks at a situation and they see the bad, that indicates that there's something deficient in them. Like the Sharet Shuva brings, where do flies hang out? Flies hang out in the garbage. They don't hang out in an ivory tower in a nice office building. Why? Because flies are creepy. Therefore, they're more comfortable in filth. So to someone who always points out deficiency, it reveals that they like to focus on deficiency because they are deficient. 
So we could come back and explain. This is the meaning, Loi Hafach Hanega Enai. If the coin comes back and he sees the nega did not change the eye of the Baalashan Hara. The Baalashan Hara, he's still at it. So it's not just, yes, we know literally it means it did not change its color, but it also means it did not change his eye. Okay. This one is Mamish the Gifmen Hashemayim. You ready for this? It's Mamish Gishmak. The Pasuk ends, Zoe's Taira, the Parsha ends, Zoe's Tairas Negatsaras, Letaharahoi, Oiletamei. I can't believe it. I was looking at this, no way. It ends with the word Letamei? Tazria ends with the word Letamei? Shouldn't you, aren't you supposed to end off on a good note? It should end off. Aren't you supposed to end off on a good note? Everybody knows. Mesechda Nida ends, Tanad Ve'elyo, Kalashan says why. Because beforehand we're talking about, you know, Hilchois Toma. So we want to end off on a good note. Toysus says because we find the VM Rishonim, they've ended off on a good note. The Ramah even says in Simon. Oh, I don't know why the Simon was not written there. I think Kuflam and Ches. No, Kuf Chav Ches. The Ramah says that you're supposed to end off on a good note. You're supposed to end off on a good note. So, what's the reason why we do not end off on a good note in, in uh, Parshas Tazria? You ready for this? This is Oyer Menaira. So I was thinking, I happened to see a Gemara Nazar, Samachim Abes. What's Allah by Suffolk Nega? You have a Suffolk Nega. You're not, you're Mesopic. Is it a Nega or not? Tame or Tahar? The Gemara says, Tahar. Minohani Mili. Amar Yudamarab. Amar Kra. Le Taharai. Oi le Tamai. Hoyalu Pasach Boya. Kosov the Tarot Chila. Since the Pasach says, Le Taharai. Le Tamai. Suffolk Nega is Tahar. So we can explain like this. Parshas Tazria ends off on a good note. You know what the good note is? By saying Tahara before Tumah, it teaches a nice thing. Safek is Tahar. That's ending off on a good note. It's ending off on a beautiful note. It puts Tahara before Tumah to teach Safek is Tahar. So I was looking around. I found in a, a random sefer called Limude Das. That Reb Lazer Plachinsky asked the Shagasa, the uh, Rugged Shavar this question: Why does Tazria end off on a bad note? And the Rugged Shavar gave this answer: That it's to be Merames to the Din of Masech Nazir, that it says Tara before Tuma to teach Suffolk is Tara. That's a good note, so it does end off on a good note. Okay. Last idea on Tazria. 
The Gemara Nivama says, Tamide Rebbe Kiva died with Askara. Now this is a point that I didn't see um, anyone pick up on, except in the certain sefer called Rapduni B'Tapuchim. That we know the, the Meraglim died by Askara. And the Meraglim died because of Lashon Hara. Normally Askara is attributed to Lashon Hara. Did the Tamide Rebbe Kiva speak Lashon Hara? We don't find that. So the Sefer Rapduni B'Tabuchim says, a very interesting yisoid, maybe we'll talk about it in coming weeks, is that because the Tamidi Rabbi Akiva were not Noyhei Kavod Zelazeh, that had a ripple effect that the rest of Klal Yisrael spoke Lashon Hara. And therefore they died by Askara. Ah, so now we understand why during this man of the year we read the Parsha of Tsaras. Because we need to warn against Lashon Hara. Because really, the techet of the Tamide Rabbi Akiva was that by not being Noye Kavazel they were Goyrein Lashon Hara and Kal Yisrael. Okay, that's the. Uh, those are the um, some some ideas, some insights, and in Parshas Tazria. We're gonna we're gonna break this up. Now we're gonna do your favorite part of the week.